with a Rotten Tomato score of 36% by the critics and 79% by the audience, we have Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. For where she come aboard. For what he said. Oh, I don't know. I was being Maui. Welcome back to the Tales of Two Bros. My name is Angel. I'm Adon. Where we give you a review at least once a week. Spoiler alert. We just saw it over the Christmas holiday weekend. We were in a, not say empty theater, but we were in, it was, it was semi, it was more packed than the last couple films I saw. True. True. With people honestly freaking talking. Yo, there was that one person that was, just had the light on. Oh, yeah. The first like 20 minutes of the film. Oh, first was standing there who didn't purchase a ticket. That's what it was. She didn't purchase a ticket, but she stayed there. But why? To see if someone was going to take those seats. And then she came in with her phone on, with her flashlight on. Yes. I just looked at her. I was like, are you going to do something about it? And the thing is, she put her phone while it was still on, on her lap, as if she's trying to cover it. Except just yeah. taking it, turn it off. Yeah. Then you have a kid. I think it was like, like a kid just talking. Not a, I get it. It's a child, you know? I, Take a kid to a movie and have a, talk, a conversation at full call. There's people who bought tickets, not just us. So there were there were grown teenagers and adults that were having full, full conversations. Right. I will accept a child because they're a child for uh, like a uh, a DC movie uh, of this caliber. Like guess what? But guess what happened? Full adults, hush your mouth. People heard go shh, and that that happened. And then that little girl with her mother left. Yo, get at these respectful. Come on. I mean, I know you want to have your kid to see the movie, and I know you want to see the movie too, but you can't ruin it for other people who paid money yeah. to see a movie. Where, you know, they want to enjoy it on a movie screen. Now, granted, this movie is stream worthy, not movie I would have theater. Been, yeah, I would have been better for stream. Yes. I have to say, and I'm surprised I'm saying it, but we agree that. Aquaman is like in the top five of the DCEU movies. And this that's the final movie for the DCEU. It's going to be no longer uh, that unless James Gunn changes his mind. Because I believe after this that Jason Momoa is supposed to be Lobo. Okay. But he may change his mind and says uh, Jason may come back as Aquaman in the new DCU under James Gunn. Maybe. But as of now, the DCU is you have all the characters coming back. Except for maybe two new ones, which I thought was smart because one of the characters, again, this is heavily CGI, even more CGI than before. Because there was times where it looked like they just put the head on the costumes. Yes. And the water is it. Which kind of was in the first one, but not as noticeable here. It looks really noticeable. Yeah. His costume was a lot bigger. He actually wore a padded suit, where in the first one he didn't. Mm -hmm. He was in shape and didn't have the dad body like he has now when you see him where he's more comfortable uh, not working out like he used to. And his costume was like, I mean, he looked like the Hulk. He he looked like his traps and touched his ears. Right. They were like, and that was at the end where like, what happened? Did you, did you get bigger and bigger and bigger every time he was on screen? Now, Brad, I heard there was multiple Shoots like retakes, right? Due to writing, due to COVID, due to Amber Heard, yeah, with her legal issues. And it shows, like I said before, everyone comes back except for William Defoe. He does not return, he got rid of off camera, right? And smart move by him. 
if that was the case, like he didn't want to do it. Did they say it was his choice or they killed him off? Yeah. And Amber Heard, which was surprising how much screen time she did have considering what her legal issues. And like, I want to say this right now. If DC and Marvel were political parties, mm-hmm. DC are Republicans where they'll back up their people regardless of all the wrongs they've done and all the, the allegations. And just to say that they have them in their party and they have the main people. But with like Marvel, if with it, are the Democrats, where if they are just accused of something, not taken to court, but accused of something, they'll take them off. Yeah, they had that. They done that. They dealt with uh, Al Franken. This is one example. Uh, James Gunn. Gunn. Well, no, no, I'm talking about Al Franken as a he was a Democrat. Oh, he was he was accused of something, and he was willing to go to court to prove his innocence or to be proven guilty. He'll leave it up to the courts. But no, the Democratic Party forced him to resign. And he yep. resigned. But the Republican Party doesn't do that. And the, the D.C. with Ezra Miller, with Amber Heard. Well, I said James. Well, he's got James. Well, James Gunn was my, he's my example for Marvel. Right. She's your example. But here, like, they just, they got their back. We're going to use Ezra still. We're gonna, still going to use Amber. I don't care if she shits on the beds. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care if he kidnaps people or beats up women. I'm going to, we're going to keep him as a flash. It was like, what the heck, guys? Really? But no, but with uh, Marvel. And with uh, uh, Jonathan Majors. Now, he was, yes, he was found guilty of uh, domestic violence, what have you. Granted, I think also that the charges were at a letter lower. He wasn't fully charged. They gave him like a sub to me. Right. It was like, yes, a a lower charge of that same parameter, if that makes any sense. But Marvel, Disney said, you're out. You're done. As uh, Kang. They dropped it. And which is so sad because there's such, he, he is, excuse me. He is such an amazing actor. Ezra is not an amazing actor. Amber Heard is not an amazing actress. And it proved here. I mean, they could have write her off. They could have had her. There was kill. a solid moment where she. I thought they were going to have her written off. Yes, when Black Manta hit her with the beam. Yes. And Albert and Or even at the end. Like, no, he's still in this. I didn't, she didn't bring nothing to it that demanded her to be there. Really, no one else really, you, in this, like the mother, was she really needed to be in there? I like, no, like, which, oh, that, okay, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, a lot of the reoccurring characters that came back, except for a handful, didn't bring back as much as they could have. Like, this story sounds familiar. And we've seen it before in the sense of you put the person you punished, the person you jailed, the person that was the villain of the previous is now you need him oh got it loki and and thor oh thor too the dark world yes they needed loki yes and so as they gelled him yeah then they use him back because yeah that we have a better we have a better villain uh we have a villain that malekith then we need to be so we need to we but we need an ally who knows the tactics of how to get to him and so we need loki this case is yeah because he knows how to get to Black Manta right and they're both half brothers well yeah adopted Thor they're adopted he, yeah. he's adopted where here but the same thing they're like half brothers and this one and that's what I was trying to figure it out and that, that's what it is it's a, a copy of Thor yeah but underwater right I'm still like how Black Manta's arc and it says of why he wants revenge is because you killed my father even though I'm a criminal and it's expected yeah. You know, 
death happened in, the, in our line of work, I'm going to get revenge on you because you did that. And they, they call back to that in the flashbacks. And his is still the same. But then you have Lord of the Rings motif with a black staff where it's like the ring, you put it on, yep. you get the memories, all the stuff, what the ring went through or the, the memories of the ring gets into you. But now you're controlled by not Siron, but this, uh, who's this character? I will call him Necron from, because he reminded me it's also like Blackest Night story. Yeah, yeah, there's some similarities because you were calling him Necron. Oh, even though he's right, it's not called. Yeah, he's not. Right. It was like, that's what it felt like. The characters felt like that. The, the, not the characters, but ghosts or the, the monsters. The monsters that he rose up from the dead, just like the Blackest Night. They, the, the, they, they, they weren't undead, but they were corrupted by a. Oh, wait. Well, Technically, the, those are uh, the monsters. They weren't undead. They were like Atlanteans that were corrupted by the power. They were dead. And you yeah. come back to life. Nah, they were just frozen. So that's dead, no? If you're frozen, you're going to live. It was frozen. It's like blood magic that froze them. They, he was still, they were just existing. They didn't technically die until they being died. Free, though, when he didn't get free. Because his cell was uh, like the first cell by the king. It's a convoluted story. I don't know. I thought they were dead. For me, I thought, oh, for some reason, I thought they were dead. Because weren't they coming back to life? They were being thawed out. But then they, you know, but then they kill him and they come back to life? Mm -hmm. No. But I'll say this. I did like two, there's two new voices or characters. The, you talking about like, a station? This, he was in the first one. But his bit was like two lines. Yeah, you led the the final army before uh, the Kraken came out. Station? Yeah. See, I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't remember him that voice. I don't. Remember, I would because I loved his voice. I loved the actor, and when he came out, and I heard it right away, I was like, "He's in this." Because the last time I seen him was the last Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, but I didn't know he was an Aquaman. The first one, John Reese Davies. He was Green King. Uh, Diggy, and I thought, perfect. I mean, we hear him. He was a, one of the characters in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And he's in most, but like his voice is so iconic. He has a great personality to his voice when he brings that through. Correct. And then you have King Fish, which I was hearing, and I was like, I I'm hearing this voice. I know it, but I don't know. I can't read it. And then we see on the credits, it's Martin Short. Yes. And I was like, perfect. And yes, I love Martin Short. I've loved him since SCTV, Sunday Night Live, and on his movies, his, his show now with his best friend, uh, Martin, uh, Steve Martin, excuse me. Murders in the building. Yes. When they were on, that was not the kid of me lit up. Uh, granted, Martin Short's role is very short. And also, John Reese Davies' role is relatively short, but he had more than Martin Short. He's more spread out throughout the film, though. Correct. He's, he's a valuable part. Yeah, Topo was valuable. Topo... Doesn't say anything. Doesn't say anything, but he was, to me, like, again, Star Wars, right? He was the R2-D2. I, I, I can see that. He was the one that opened the locks, like, R2, open the, the, the gate, and blah, 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 and then R was what Topo was doing. Same exact thing. Yeah. And then, again, Atlantis remind me just of, like, the prequels of Horizont planet, where everything's all bright and light, and Atlantis reminds me of the same thing. Only good thing I think here for me, you can't help it. Like I said in, uh, in the first one, our review of Aquaman, Jason Momoa is very charismatic. You you cannot take your eyes off of him, be it male or female, who you are. He was meant for this role, like Tony Stark was. Uh, sorry, Robert Downey Jr. is meant for Iron Man. Tony Stark. I had a blast watching him. 
way, but he's now becoming in a way of how the rock will Smith for the most part, like characterized they're, they're Well, they're just, they're just them being them on screen. That's fair. Jason Statham. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in different roles, different names, different. But he's doing the same role, essentially. Just same role. Yeah. Like you see Jason Statham. He's the transporter now. And every film he does, he's the transporter. He's not uh, Lock Socks, Tushman Cabrera. Right. Yeah. Right. Not his early roles where he's yeah. like really learning the craft and being a character actor. Yeah. Right. That was just like here. Um, and The Rock, uh, Dean, uh, Dwayne Johnson, when he first started off, he was taking all these chances of these different roles, but now it's just the same. And the name. Jason Momoa is kind of doing now just the same. You see him, he dresses like himself, this really no different look. Dune, that was a different role. I'll give him that. In that performance, it was different. C, yeah, a different performance in that one. But like everything else is like that. But again, you can't take your eye off what happened. Uh, for me, the best part in terms of action was with him and Manta in the final fight scene. That fight scene, even though it was clearly CGI um, for the fight, but intense. It, it was the best trident to trident fight. Yeah, it's not the staff to. It looks more like a staff to staff fight than, but comparison to the first movie, where he's just like magically spinning the staff, and I don't know how you grab it. And so Henry should have done that there. There was no free flowing water. Uh, but but it's still water. Ice is water. Just frozen. I know. I'm just making that up. But like here, he's actually. It looks like he's using technique and skills to fight with his trident, uh, with Black Manta. Right. And that's very again. That's a very Star Wars thing. Where in the meaning that the first time you see him, they're just like, eh, no, no, no. But I'm saying like you see how certain Jedi or Sith will use a, yeah, right. And one fell, and they but, don't. Okay, they don't use it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Kylo Ren, he uses the the force stop, whatever you want to call it, and or or freeze. It makes you freeze. Whether the characters go like this in the first film, doesn't do it again in the second or third sequel. Yeah, in the prequels, speed speed running or force running, they do it the first one. You never see. They don't do it again. Yeah. So like here, like he's he does the whole spin. The thing that Volko was che- teaching him in the first film. And he does it, you know, full circle goes back into it and his ending. He doesn't do it here. I was like, would have been perfect. Or it would have been a nice. But instead he does the underhanded. Twice. In the beginning of the film and at the end. Oh, no, no. He didn't. no that, that was the first movie. And then this movie. And this. So he kills Black uh, Manta's father. He does it here to the supposedly Sauron, if you will. Or Nec- we call him Necron, but Sauron from the Lord of the Rings fame. That he breaks free and able to come back, but he takes him out like an NPC. Well, he took yeah, he took him out the same way he took out Black Manta's father. But the thing is, Black Manta's father is not on the same power level. Absolutely not. He's like she went a little bit with grenade launcher, and that's all he had. Where Necron, again, I'm calling him Necron because he looked like a Necron from Black Isaiah, as I mentioned earlier black and with the green eyes whatever and he yeah, he does a little I, don't, I was like there's no power from there well you need to realize i was the one that told you about that like he just did that hip thrust throw right and, and uh and i'm and i remember talking to you about that i'm like i don't know or see anywhere and i tried looking at granted i only said like five to ten minutes searching but i don't know any technique that uses a hip thrust throw underhanded like that to like 
throw any kind of spear of that nature. I mean, people, if you're listening to this, if you have a video that you can like reference, yeah, of a legitimate technique. For me, I know this is what you can throw with that. A knife, a knife, an axe. Yeah, like a hatchet. You can, you can. You can also throw a dart, a shuriken. Those you can throw on a, a frisbee. <laughs> but full on spear. A spear, no. The general. I'm talking about to generate that much power. This you can throw. Yeah. Power. And the, the the reason why they they showed it too in a way that how it worked is like Necron has the his spear that he caught and he throws it through the other spear. Right, but it's like it's right in front of him, so you can't see because you notice that if you notice that his head turns to the side to look. Are you telling me that since he caught that his trident? You mean he can't he can't catch it again with the other? Man. I'm saying I'm just saying like the biggest baddie when he was taking over Black Manta. He gave everybody a hard time. He gave everybody a hard time. But what soon as he he thought two shots, that's all you need. You would think it would be a bigger, more challenging way to take him down. Yep. No. And uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, if that was the case, why didn't Atlan do it? He's brothers. I understand they're brothers. That's his uncle. He just killed his uncle. Uh, no, great, great uncle. Great, great uncle. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But you know what I'm saying. So he killed his blood. Yeah. And they didn't need a lot of blood either to thaw him out. Apparently not. You didn't need, you didn't need to kill a baby. All you needed is like he just got punched in the face and the, the blood was a day. He could have just took like a little syringe and then be like, bloop. I'll tell you, I'll thank these villains. Let's finish what we liked. Uh, I liked the original father. I, always, I I thought he's still good. The one that almost died. Yes. Yes. And um, in Black Manta, I still enjoy Black Manta's the setting aside his flaws. And I like costume. Dolph Lundgren, still good, but doesn't hit as, as good for me. No. The Crustacean guy was outshined in Dolph Lundgren. Oh, most of He's like, I lost a claw. Took me a month to grow it back. No, a year. He said a year? Yes. Was it a year? <laughs> and he lost it again on the... It's like, I took my claw yet. <laughs> Even though we don't see the actors, we we see the performance and we hear the voicing with the actors, with the performance. Uh, it was it was great. Uh, like a little comic read. But, and they did have some comical moments. Or- Orm was funny in some moments. In some moments that worked and some moments that didn't. Well, no, like with Orm, like, in, in, like they brought some like reality in the sense of, like, you keep you're in a land. Which you didn't catch until like called it out to you because you're like, why is he running so weird? I like he's he's never been on land, right? Well, okay. Here's the thing. Okay, so I understand that. Like in the first one, like I don't really understand how Mira's out for so long because she's not half human, is she? No, but uh, they said it really quick that the only the nobles or high bloods can stand outside of water and breathe the air. All right, because the thing is, like everyone's doing it here, where the first one was only Mira. Uh, Orm could, didn't do it. He was he was like a, a hologram. If you he was like he was like the purest mentality. He's like I don't need to be out there. I like this is my kingdom, right? But Vocal did it when they were meeting in the. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the first movie, guys. I guess you're right because I was just wondering. Everyone's out. Even if Crustacea was out and without a water gear to protect himself from the thing. I thought it was funny. The funny bit. Hey, Orm getting into the, the game Pudge by Black Manta. Yes, because he thought he could handle. But again, I have a problem with that, that too because they're surrounded by water even though they're in that... No one decided to take the fight to the water. No one, no one had decided to take a fight or to get strength from the water. Like, you know, if you're going to be able to land, fine, but once in a while, get in the water, regenerate, get that strength. Because remember, when, Cause, Orm, when, yeah. when Orm gets 
a little dab of water from the ocean, his body changes. He rehydrates. Rehydrates is very similar to starfish. No, but um, sponge. No, I'm talking about Superman and um, the sun. Flashpoint. Where we have Flashpoint, not them, not them. Yeah, the Flashpoint paradox. Yeah, you know, Flashpoint. Where the alternate universe where Bam, uh, Superman is skinny because he doesn't have the rays. But when he still, as soon as he gets the rays, they did him in, um, in the Flash. Yeah. In the, with the girl. Yeah. I was, I was just saying, like, they... It rejuvenates them. Right. But as soon as he gets it, that's similar. In this, yeah. That's where I see the similarities. But we see them on that. He shredded. it. He has a V shape. But then after that, he has the... He has a costume on. Well, he has the uh, Arthur or Jason or Aquaman gave him his suit. He's wearing now... Regular clothes. No, he's wearing regular clothes, but he gave form the camouflage suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The invisible suit, which makes no sense. And he never used it. Never used... Yeah. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, when we see him get rejuvenated, when he gets his body back, he is shredding. He has the, the small waist, the V the v back, but when he has the suit, he's squared. Yeah, no longer ripped. You see a little belly. Yeah, and then like they give him armor to kind of cover that up at the end of the film, but, which, but the armor looks just like thrown on plated, which Aquaman's looks fitted, and his just looks like oh, we just lost this to you. But he had that, but the uh, Aquaman's armor is his armor. His that's his that's his armor. But what I'm saying, no, but I'm still they give him a good outfit. What I'm saying because the thing is just spandex. Yeah, pretty much. And, and what he when Jason is wearing or Aquaman is wearing is he has is the abs showing and all this stuff. But when he wears it, it's not true. Again, he's just flabby and square. So I'm like, the hell? Maybe it's due to reshoots, what have you? And he had a he looked like it many times wearing a wig. Or and the characters besides the crustaceans and kingfish and all this stuff, like the the Asian woman that was like Black Manta's right stingray. That was her name. That's why I called her at one point. She was like overacting. Her best line to me was, you gotta be kidding me. Which, which that was a whole Super Friends moment for me. Wait, whoa, uh, what if we have uh, something that's bigger and can do the same frequency but louder? And he just calls all whales to just holler at the thing. And I'm like, how does that work? I understand whales use sonar or the, they, they sing in the ocean and they, but, but they're hitting a frequency that's like, how do you hit that frequency, that precise? Yeah. And then it overpowers it. And then all of a sudden it blows up the entire ship. Like I would have been hurt too. I'm like, you gotta be kidding. Actually, no, that was my mindset. I said, you gotta be kidding me. And then she just looks up at the camera. You gotta be kidding. But for me, what bothered me about her a lot, though, if I like overacting, it was forced acting. There was a lot of overacting in some of that. Said, yeah, but it felt like her force, like, I don't know, it didn't seem so natural. I, I What didn't seem natural to me was Alana, uh, Alana uh, his mother. Like, all this time, she's like, I must see your father from the first movie. Doesn't show up with the father except for, like, the flashback scenes with the baby. And then somehow she's head of security for for the the secret fuel in Atlantis, does royalty not have a good enough security system like where they have it? She, why is she like first line of defense? She's nowhere near. Like, is she not staying with them? It's not like she has to stay in Atlantis anymore. She's like, you, yeah, you went to a part where it goes, 
when she was exiled or when she not exiled, but when she ran away in the first one, she stayed with him all the time. And the thing is, like, he always came like to look for her. Right? Yeah. He had to be with, you know, he went outside every day to see if she returned. And so now why is he still single? Yeah, exactly. Why is it only? She only showed up when, like, he got stabbed by Black Manta, which was a good moment, actually. Like, Black Manta showing up in the in the kitchen. That was a, that. You know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of the Batman. And the Riddler shows up in the house of the the first victim. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right there, right behind. But in this is nice because the light, the red lights shine up, um, and it's right there. It's like that's. It felt like injustice. Yeah, the intro of Black Manta and the the game. Ah, uh, I can see what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt like that felt like it was like Easter egg from that. Like I said, like, like Black Manta's costume better than I, I mean. I do like the first one. This was more of a spandex version. Yeah, because they were saying that he didn't have the power suit. Right, but somehow he could still shoot the beat because of the technology and what he had from the old. Plus, also here we go. So here's another Star Wars reference in the sense of the the, the sequel trilogy where Palpatine has the last order and they come out of the ground. Yeah. Where did that staff come from? And so here, where did that staff come from? It was in the Lost Kingdom or section of the Lost Kingdom. All those people? Oh, five months later. uh, uh, Baby is still the same age. Five months later, what so does Antilia's uh, age slowly to dunk them in water more so he can age properly. Babies grow relatively rapidly. They don't stay at the same size like uh, the same hair, the, the, the baby should have more hair. Should have been walking by now. He's about a year old. He should have walked about a year old. Yeah, or definitely crawling. Yeah, it wasn't. But the, the baby is still the same. He, I was like, he could have been a little long. Oh, could have been. You know, they they do a lot many movies where they get different babies to fit certain yeah. brackets. They didn't do that here. I was like, wow. The, the, Yes, you, you're right. The mother should not have been head of security. Or she could have been head of security, but not there all the time. Yeah, and it, it just didn't. It periodically, just make sure everything is running right. I mean, the, but, you know, I mean, but the, the crew, and the crew looked so stupid. It, it, it looked like a comic. I thought the ship was like Nemo. Like the ship that they found, the ancient Atlantean ship. I thought for some reason, he's like, remember who built the ship? I thought they were going to reference, like, Nemo from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea or something, something like that. But, but the, and then, no, it wasn't. But the thing is, the technology is so old, but still advanced. Well, yeah. It should That's like, you could argue Star Wars, because Star Wars is like, but, okay, but that's a long time ago. That's like, there's so several galaxies, like, you know, and, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but the thing is, like, they know how to, I think they said they, they, they modified it. To work for their own, but still, it was like, how do you understand yeah, that? How do you understand it so quickly, though? That was the the one doctor astounding. And all those people, how do you get so many people to fight for your cause in five months' time? Like, how many people hate uh, Atlanta, uh, Atlanteans? And yeah, Atlanteans, Atlanteans. But how many? Like, you found that that much of a crew? Yeah, which is fair because you're like uh, in the first movie, his crew were all gone. Except for, and he used only Atlanteans to attack Aquaman. And so either A, he was starting from scratch, build up all that crew in that operation, or B, he's already had that crew in operation, but why did the hell do you not use them? I, I, I can see the, the flaw of that logic in, the, in that area. I mean... Right, but the thing is, like, like you have guys, security, what they call when when Arth, when uh, 
Arthur and Arm get there. That was the thing I, that confused me. Okay, so that was the deserter, the desert, right? Where they had him in prison, Orm in prison. That's where they found the map also in the first movie, where he's like, I could have just peed on it. Right. There was, it was a deserted kingdom with nothing there and no creatures non-existent. And they're like, oh, the fisher kings or the fishermen imprisoned him there. I'm like, those are land dwelling. They look hideous and they, they're severely dehydrated, but none of them chased them into the water. So that made me believe that they're not fish people, that they're like land dwelling creatures. But here's the thing too, is like, where did they come from? No, no, but how Aquaman got in, how come they didn't just go out? So if it was able to get in so easily, they got out in a different direction. I chalked that up to like, oh, we need to break this person out. But once we end, we can't go in. I get out the same way kind of situation. Well, it's always done in movies. You should have said that. Because it made no sense. Like, if you were able to get in without being detected, or, you know, even though he's wearing the invisible suit, which makes no sense, because I understand you wear the invisible suit. It should only make from the neck down to the feet. Because it doesn't cover the head. If the head's not covered, the hands are not even covered. So they should be sticking out like a, like a floating head. Ants. Which the thing is, he's trying to hide the fact that he's the king of Atlantis coming to save his brother. That's the one thing you should cover is your face. Yeah, I was saying, if you, if you can get in, you should be able to get out undetected. Uh, visible or not invisible. I remember when Mirror got shot with a blast. And you're like, why don't they just put seaweed on her? Exactly. And they put seaweed on other people. They put, they put it on her. They don't put seaweed on her? They know they had... They put her in the hospital, the fish hospital. No, no, that, it reminded me of Odin when Odin was dying or she was going for the Odin sleep. That's what I thought she was going through because it was the same thing. Yeah. I thought it would have been cool at least if they had King Shark. That's why I thought it was going to show up instead of King Fish. Yeah, because I, I turned to you in the theater like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if King Shark was like, King Shark is a shark. And they're having a conversation with him. Right. It would have been the. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. That would have been hysterical. Although you got Martin Short, so you're like... No, that was great too, but, but, but it wasn't King Shark. Martin Short was not King Shark. It was King Fish. But I'm saying, if it was his, his, his goons were sharks, which are hammerheads. Yes. But it would have been a great tie-in because since the Suicide Squad is part of the DCEU, yep. it would have been a great touch if King Shark, that King Shark, was reprising the role there. Yeah, yeah. it would have been funny because it's the same thing. It's like like, like slow speaking, trying to, and, and they're losing their uh, Orm and, and and Aquaman are losing their patience because he's like trying to say something or get distracted or something like that. It would have been. It would have been a good touch. It would have been. Uh, although, <laughs> for your Star Wars reference, people's the, the same scene when they're getting to meet the king uh, Kingfish and, and they're like Pirate Cove. And it's like, I, I forget how the song goes. God, yeah, like, Return of the Jedi, I see what it is. Uh, not the same music, too. Yeah. I said, watch, it'd be Jabba Nobada. And then there's, when he's lazy, and then Kingfish is laying there. Just like Jabba. Like Jabba. And then you have the, the musical band playing, the female singer, all that stuff, too. And then, and add literally a guy with, the, like, the, the, the uh, like, the trunk. Right. And they look like the gas. It was very, very Return of the Jedi's uh, Jabba Hut scene thing. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So the lack of originality, because it's just like you have Black Manta playing Like, doesn't Aquaman have a rogue of villains like Batman and Superman have? I don't remember. But he should. Like, hey, he does have villains. 
and it's, it should not be the same. Like, yeah, I, like I have an issue when when you when like the Christopher Reeve Superman, you have the same villain show up three times. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor, yes. Yeah. Superman one, Superman two, Superman: The Quest for Peace, yes. Not the one with Richard Pryor. Yeah, yeah. So you the re, repeating of the same villain is boring. Yeah, I understand Black Manta has his his revenge kick. Then they get takes over by Necron. No one remembers all any other villains. No one remembers anybody else besides Black Manta as a villain for Aquaman. Right? That is a great way to introduce new. That's what I was trying to get to. So, like, this would have been a great opportunity to say, hey, he does have other people that are notable and good villains that we can focus on. Bring them in. And that was a missed opportunity. No, it was. Yeah. It was a, a, a great thing. Or have a team up. Yes. With Black Manta, like another. They had, there was a team up here. Okay. The, yes. But it, we don't care about Necron. He, we could have. We could have. Mind you, the actor who played Necron. Yeah. Ron Gunther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's from um, Game of Thrones. And he's a good, I like him performance wise as an actor. That one with Jackie Chan and John Cena. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you have the his brother who played Atlan, uh, King Atlan. And this one, he's in One Piece. He's um, Homeboy's grandfather. Yes, yes. And, you know, which was surprising. He was also in Game of Thrones, but the, the new series, House of Dragon. Mm -hmm. So you have that, those two actors. They're good actors. Rick actors, but I'm just saying. Not utilized. Yes. I, it, it's, uh, and the, the CGI just felt wait, wait. washed. Now, I'm not trying to be uh, with a pun here, but it's washed out. Like when they're having some intense fights underwater, the bubbles, the bubbles. I see so many, it just like, just flushes out everything. Now it looks like a blur. Also, here's another thing. Like, remember he's going after Black Manta, the rock fall, like the sonar thing and the rock falls on top of him and Mara shows up to say the move the rock. I saw him. I, good are, uh, I know where you're going because you're like, now she controls rocks. Well, no, I, well, that's, I find that, yeah, I find out. I, I was like, she's just using the water current to move the rock. He could do that himself. He, he's strong enough to move that. Wa uh, yes. Rocks are a lot lighter in water than it is on air. I thought he was going to lose a hand. That would have been awesome. Yes. Well, you do that callback with the freaking axe. Because it's a, that's, a, in the, that's actually in the stories. Like, he loses a hand in the act of trying to save his child. And because Well, in most stories, it's usually because of warm. But, like, in yeah. some form or manner... He, he sacrifices his hand so he can get free, so he can go save his child. And leads to, one of the, you know, some people say that it's like emo Aquaman or is overridden. I personally like that style that he had with the harpoon hand. I'm doing a callback to that storyline. Yeah. But what I was, was getting at that she was going after Black Manta who harpooned to the fleeing ship. Yeah, we've seen in Justice League, we've seen in Aquaman how fast Arthur is swimming. Yeah, here he wasn't doing that. He, like I said, I, as in our review of Aquaman, that he is the Superman of the sea. Yes, that he goes so fast, like he kind of breaks the sound barrier underwater. <laughs> in essence, yeah, yeah, he does it. We saw it in the Justice League, like you no, know, when they show him, like. Yeah, and he did it, I think, and Aquaman, too. Like, he just, he goes, how come he couldn't do that? He couldn't, like, 
push further, like they get to it. But no, but then they have the ship. But the ship goes slower than him. Yeah, that's true. And it, but it had time to rearrange the pulsar, redirect it to him and shoot it at him. And I was like, because the thing is, like, was Mira really needed? Like, take her out. That would have been perfect. Boom, she adds her rest. I did like, oh, this is not for Mira, but mentioning Mira. I did like the part where uh, Black Manta realizes that he, uh, Aquaman married Mira. First, he took your brother's kingdom, then he took his woman. Aquaman, I would expect better from you. Hey, he said it like that. I was like, oh, he's getting quirky with this. And, and then that stopped. Right, had us like so much potential dismissed. Let him be snarky, and that, that was fun. Patrick Wilson playing Orm has some nice moments. He does, especially with the the cockroach. It's the shrimp of the land. But he, you know, he got the first taste. That you know, you know, it was a joke, meant to be a prank. But he never got told to do that. Told right. Oh, would have funny though, if he did that. He put the roach in the burger, and like he eats it, and he's smiling, and the camera pans. To her neighboring um, patrons, yeah, something like that. That would have been funny. It was funny there. Like people in the audience got got grossed out, but it would have been just funny. If they panned and he's like, and they just dropped. They like, I'm done. Other uh, things, they just like walked out. I mean, overall, this movie was is not movie theater experience worthy. True, as they said, we released it to HBO at the same time as the movie. I would have been like, watch this on HBO, right? Like, okay, for Blue Beetle, right? Blue Beetle was meant for. To be on Max. I was happy. I was happy it was in the theaters. I enjoyed it. And that was a great transition what they did there. Where here, it felt like this movie could have been put straight on Max. Yep. And it would have been just as, probably even more pleasant because I have a popcorn, enjoy your experience. Yeah, having people talking in the back, whatever. But they missed the mark. Aquaman is better than this. They go back to the Rotten Tomato score. 36 by the critics, 79% by the audience. I mean, I could be so crude at saying at 36 to, ma to match the critics here. I would, I would say 50. It's still low, but I, I you know, and if you do it like up to a, a five star rating, I give it a two. So that maybe makes it at 36. I don't know. But if you want to see about a 40. Yeah. But I mean, like how Aquaman, in our opinion, is like a popcorn movie. So is this, but it's not as good as the first one. Yeah, I feel like they tried to add more comedy and they tried to add more action, but just it felt choppy and forced in a lot of ways. Like when they're on Monster Island and they're trying to experience things and uh, he's like, is that natural? And he's like, definitely not. Uh, and the, it's the, the plants and the, the, the grasshoppers and stuff like that. It was a missed opportunity. I would give it, because I'm willing to watch, I would have been willing to watch it like with dad at our home streaming. 63? Like, 65. Oh, it was 65. For Aquaman, that came out in 2018, 66 by the critics and 72% by the audience. So you're telling me that you like this more for the audience. You like this more than the first one? That's a, a disturbing response. I mean, how many people watched it on the audience side? For hope. Like the, 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 how many people rated it for this one? For the critics, is about 150 reviews. For the audience, is over 500. By the time of this review, oof, uh, no. it's gone up on the audience because when we first, when I after we first saw it, I looked, it said 77 percent. So it's going up. It's gone up to uh, two points. Now, after the weekend is done or the holiday weekend is done, maybe that will that change? Will it go up? I don't know. But now again, to go back to Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. One and done, not worth the watch. And it says a theater, 
wait for streaming. However you want to categorize it, in my opinion, that's what it is. That's a fair. Yeah. All right, guys, that is our DCness review of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Have you seen it? What was your favorite moment? As, as always, if you have a movie or show you'd like us to review, please let us know in the comments below. Until next time, we'll be with you next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adan. Love you. Dude. <laughs>